This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, uh, just when you thought it couldn't possibly get any worse under this disgraceful human being occupying the White House right now, Biden's like, hey, hold my beer, beer, hold it, hold the beer. Do you see what just happened? The GDP numbers that just happened before I came on here. I got that. Uh, We have a new ministry of truth. We're now full blown propaganda, star chamber, Soviet style, uh, living in a tyranny right now. I mean. It's just amazing. Like, like, watch. Next, there'll be a ministry of truth. And it actually happens. Slippery slope. You're, you're on it right now. Whew. Loaded show today. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joe, let's go. Have a cigar, Commissar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's getting bad. Uh, it's bad. What, what did you say this morning? Break it, take it. Break it, it, what did you break say? it take it, and remake it. That's what these guys are break doing. Break it, take it, remake it. Brilliant. Joe. Yeah. That's absolutely what they're doing. Please tell me again how Joe Biden isn't intentionally trying to screw up the country. It is so obvious, folks. This is not a mistake. As I said yesterday, I didn't even plan on opening the show with the same opening, but it's so evident at this point. They have a 12-step plan to destroy America, and they're on step 11.67. Here, right before we came on the air, U.S. economy shrank in the first quarter. Do you realize the effort it takes coming out of a global lockdown where demand and demand for products is pent up, right? You had people locked down during the COVID pandemic. Couldn't go to the movies, couldn't go to restaurants, right? The explosion in spending and productivity that should have happened as people went back to work. Do you have any idea how incompetent, what a dipwad, what a loser, and how much you have to hate this country to come up with negative GDP growth in the first quarter? Negative. For the liberals listening, that means less than zero. Do you have any idea... How incompetent you have to be. Let me give you some numbers so you can comprehend this before I move on. I got other stuff. I I really didn't even plan on starting today. Here, Chiron, Fox, U.S. economy shrank by 1.4%. Here's some numbers. So the last quarter, when the full damage from Joe Biden hadn't really set in yet, the economy grew at 6.9%. Now, because Joe Biden's policies are now starting to calcify, his anti-energy policies, his inflation policies, his anti-business policies, the threat of his tax cuts. All of a sudden, we warned him things are going to slow down. Even conservative economists who knew Biden was going to destroy the economy said, all right, he's not going to slow it down that much. They estimate, and you can see it in the Wall Street Journal article I had up on the screen if you want to go to the website and read it. 
Even negative, like pessimistic economist Joe said, all right, the economy will slow down. It'll go from 6.9 in the last quarter growth to maybe 1% growth. That's a big drop, Joe. That's a huge drop. Yeah. Maybe to 1%. That's not what happened. It was even worse than that. It was negative 1.4%. You have to be so incredibly malicious to do what this guy's doing. This is not an accident. It's happening on purpose. And again, you thought it couldn't get any worse? Again, here's Biden. Hold my, here's my brewski. Why don't you hold on to that? I've got more damage I want to do. So not only is he destroying our economy, destroying the value of your wallet through inflation, destroying the country through open borders, destroying the country's reputation overseas, foreign leaders won't even take his call, destroying the business and energy environment through his ridiculous proposals for tax hikes during what appears to be us walking into a recession right now. Not only is he doing that, now, so you can't speak the truth, he's starting a ministry of truth called the Disinformation Governance Board. This is not a joke. I wish it were. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Big time. I always look over to see if Key, key pops right to attention. There it is. <laughs> Folks, This is we are now full Soviet. This is not a Babylon B story. Believe me, I wish it were. Post-millennial Biden's new disinformation head has a history of spreading disinformation herself. So there's going to be a disinformation governance board now, which is going to be a DHS, which is a... Homeland Security law enforcement power oriented body that is going to be looking for information they don't like. Now, I want you to watch very clearly here the setup question. Now, I've been involved in politics a long time. I've seen these people behind the scenes. Nothing they do is by accident. The Biden administration, I'm going to give you a few takeaways from the minister, the new Ministry of Truth, right? Uh, the, the anti-free speech board they're setting up at DHS in a second. But nothing they do is by accident. It worked in two White Houses. Republicans do it too. Everything is deliberate. So they knew this thing is going to go over like cinder blocks and water tied to your ankles, right? They understand that there is going to be massive spitback to a ministry of truth coming out of the government. They know it. Because it's probably unconstitutional. It's unquestionably immoral and unethical and unquestionably totalitarian. So, Joe, I'm going to ask you, this is not a trick question. Whenever the Democrats need to push an issue, what's their go-to every time? Tom Maher was was, was great for this. God rest his soul. That would be racism. Yes, Yes, thank you. Racism. There's got to be, the reason for it's going to be they're combating racism. You're like, wait, they're establishing a ministry of truth? Disinformation board to combat racism? God rest Tom Maher's soul. He says, so who asked the question? Of course, they have to feed a question to a female minority congresswoman who's sure to ask the question. Listen to the way this is set up. She asks Mayorkas, and what's a bunt? A bunt question. Remember my big fat Greek wedding? A bunt? A bunt? This is an actual bunt, not a cake. Sets him up perfectly with, hey, disinformation is racist, right? It targets Hispanics and blacks. What are we doing about this? You think this is by accident? Here, watch the answer. And DHS secretary failed human being, Mayorkas, the worst cabinet member we've seen in a long time. Listen to his answer. Check this out. Disinformation is being heavily targeted at Spanish speaking voters, sparking and fueling conspiracy theories. DHS and its components play a big role in addressing mis and disinformation in Spanish and other languages. 
Can you share what steps you've taken and what future plans you have to address Spanish language mis- and disinformation through department-wide approach? Um, uh, Congresswoman, we have a number of different offices engaged in this critical effort. Of course, our Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency um, has an entire effort focused on election security right. uh, as part of its mission set. Our Office of Policy, Office of Planning, Policy, and Strategy um, also uh, is a leading effort. Uh, uh, our Undersecretary uh, for Policy, Rob Silvers, is co-chair uh, with our Principal Deputy General Counsel, Jennifer Daskal, in um, leading a just recently constituted uh, a misinformation, disinformation governance board. So we're bringing, uh, the goal is to bring the resources of the department together to address this threat. There is no way this is by accident. They've given up now any pretense that any one of their policies are going to fix inflation, the border, geopolitical crises going on right now, the business environment, the economy. They've given up on that. They now know that. They are now all in on using the power of the government here and around the world, the Digital Services Act in the European Union, to crush your ability to call out their failures. They are now openly admitting it. Ladies and gentlemen, none of this is by accident. A couple of takeaways from this epic failure and disgrace of a human being, Mayorkas, and Biden, another corrupt. I mean, these people are... are, are I had to control myself because I'm really, uh, I can't believe how quickly we've descended into Soviet totalitarian madness with the assistance of disgusting filth on the far left, looking to crush people's freedoms and liberties in this country right now. Freaking filth, man, filth. Destroying people's rights in this country every single day. Useful idiots every day. Some takeaways from this. I'll tell you who's going to run their ministry of truth their propaganda ministry coming up in a minute. You're going to laugh. What if I told you she was one of the lead proponents of disinformation and propaganda? Ha! And we always bring receipts, don't we? A couple notes first. Notice how the question was set up by the female Congresswoman. Notice how it was set up. Yeah. Hey, there's a lot of disinformation on Hispanic language radio. Why do you think that's happening? Well, let me give you the backstory here. The Democrats are losing Florida as a swing state, one of the key swing states, they likely can't win a presidential election again if Florida is no longer a swing state. They know that. They're losing the southern uh, port of the border in Texas Texas as well, Texas with Mexico, right? They're losing Hispanic communities there as well. If Texas, where they anticipated flipping at some point, stays not only red but blood red in the future and Florida turns red from purple, the Democrats' chances with a national election are not good. They're not good at all. What does that have to do with the Spanish language comment? You hear the congresswoman, oh, Spanish language disinformation. Well, I live in Florida. There is a new conservative uh, Spanish language station down here in Florida. It's attracting quite a following. A lot of the Venezuelan, Cuban, and Puerto Rican community, Puerto Rican community largely up north in Orlando, Cubans and Venezuelans in South Florida are flipping over to the Republican side in mass. Florida is turning a red and very red and very fast. So you watch the disinformation board. No, it's Mar- Joe, mark it, please. Uh, 909, Thursday, April 28th. Flag it. Uh, you will see that Spanish language conservative station will become a target of them. Stat. Nothing's by accident, folks. Second, watch today again. You already marked it, so no need to mark it again. 
Mark my words, we'll report on this probably tomorrow, the latest on Monday. The fact checkers, part of the current Ministry of Truth, the fact checkers are already getting calls or winks and nods from the Biden administration. They will be all over this story, just like they were over the crack pipe story, because the administration is not dumb. Okay, they know what they're doing is probably unconstitutional, is unquestionably totalitarian, but they need it to even have a chance in 2022 of it not being an electoral bloodbath. They have to censor. So they need to use government to do it. Watch the fact checkers over the next few days. The Kirchers, the McCarthy's, Politifars, Reuters. Watch the meltdown over this story. Okay, got it. We marked it twice. Now, second or third, I should say, after the Hispanic language station thing. I threw that in there. It's not even in my notes here to talk about. I picked it up as he was talking about it. Call your congressman today, not tomorrow, today. Send an email. Call your congressman today. I need it. I ask you with humility and respect. I don't ask this often. Please call today and demand an immediate vote to defund this thing. You will not a single government dollar will be spent on an unconstitutional totalitarian ministry of truth today, not tomorrow. You can't wait. Call email, call email. Not a single federal dollar should be used to finance this disaster. Fourth, it's likely unconstitutional. I expect a lot of free speech groups will be suing over this immediately. Everyone sues. Everyone, the left loves to make the process punishment. The right, you better follow suit. We have a court system for a reason. There is zero chance this is constitutional. Zero. Zero. Fifth, you think this is a big coincidence? Elon's getting ready to finalize his purchase of Twitter, which isn't done yet. And all of a sudden, the Digital Services Act passes in the European Union, allowing the European Union to combat hate speech. You think that's an accident? Elon Musk all of a sudden comes out, buys Twitter, a DSDSA passes, Digital Services Act, and all of a sudden they want to do the same kind of thing here? That sounds like something Obama said. Oh, gee, we need that. Oh, oh my gosh. We need that audio. from. I didn't even think of it. Remember the audio we played from Obama the other day? Hey, although we can't do the same exact thing here, maybe yeah. we should use it as, what do you say, a point of reference? Remember that? Folks, are we not, again, you're never wasting your time here. What did we tell you? What, I didn't, I'm telling you, I just put, I would have put it in the show. Maybe we'll cover it again tomorrow. Take a note on that. Keith. You see how Obama, the Democrat party, the fact checkers, and everyone wink and nod to each other. Hey, Obama, go, uh, go oil the slippery slope for the media. So when this hits, it doesn't hit with a thud that we're going to kind of emulate uh, the DSA over in Europe in our own way here with our own ministry of truth. You see how this all, this is all coordinated. It is a coordinated war on free speech. I got to film on. I don't want to miss this. For his, I'm, this is for the radio show later. Hispanic station, because that's what's going on in Florida. And then the uh, Obama. I want to make sure I mention that. Because Obama, Jim, get that for the radio show later. Now, who is running their new Ministry of Truth? This is hilarious. I want to give a big hat tip to Jack Posobiec and uh, Raheem Kassam, too. They were all over this thing. The minute the new Ministry of Truth commissar, Joe, is that the commissar, right? The commissar. The minute the new Ministry of Truth commissar was announced, Pesovic and Rahim Kassam were all over this. Who's running it? A woman by the name of Nina Jankowitz. Well, who is Nina? 
Well, here's her tweet first is her verified account. She says, here's my official portrait to grab your attention. Why would we give a damn about your official portrait, by the way? I mean, you want to talk about an egomaniac? Here's my official portrait. I may send one of these out there. Here's my official portrait. So she is going to be the new commissar of the Ministry of Truth, right? So wouldn't it be weird if she's the Ministry of Truth disinformation commissar and she was promoting myths and disinformation? Wouldn't that be really strange? Well, no, it really wouldn't be for the Biden administration. So here's some of Nina Jankowitz's tweets, your new disinformation minister. Don't worry. She's totally nonpartisan, folks. She says, not to mention that the emails talking about Hunter Biden don't need to be altered to be part of an influence campaign. Here she is promoting the Russia hoax. Voters deserve that context, not a fairy tale about a laptop repair shop. It was a fairy. Hold on, folks. Here we go again. It was a fairy tale. Um, Here's the receipt, Nina, from the repair shop signed by Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's address, Hunter Biden's phone number, billed to Hunter Biden. That's the let's go Brandon Bell. Yeah. And there you go. There's Nina. So this, this is the disinformation commissar. Uh, you maybe again, hat tip to Pesobic on this. He did a great job pulling these through. There's more. There's more. So here's Nina Jankowitz again, commissar of disinformation, talking again about the laptop from hell. Apparently, she notes that 50 former national security officials and five former CIA heads believe the laptop is a Russian influence op. <laughs> she, she cites... The hilarious national security letter. This is your disinformation commissar, Nina Jankowitz. But you have her photo. You have her photo. Here's my photo. What an egomaniac. Here. Uh, you, you think that's it? Oh, that's it. By the way, go to Pasobic's social media feed. You can see there's more of these. There's more of these. They're in the article from Post Millennial, too, I have in my newsletter. Spread these far and wide. Believe me, the fact checkers will be all over this probably by today. Because they're so afraid of how damaging this story is going to be to the communists running the country right now. Here's another one. She says, Nina Jankowitz, commissar, the intelligence community has a high degree of confidence that the Kremlin uses proxies to push influence narratives, including misleading or unsubstantiated claims about President Biden, U.S. media officials and influencers, some close to President Trump. She notes it's a clear nod to the alleged Hunter laptop. This woman is the queen of the prom of disinformation spreading, and she is going to be the Ministry of Truth commissar. Here's one more. In case you thought, oh, well, okay, maybe it's just Hunter Biden, Biden, Russia, conspiracy theories and disinformation. Oh, she's promoting the systemic racism farce too. Here we go. She says, even better if we owned it, talking about America, and called it America's systemic racism. (laughs) It's weird that systemic racism seems to be most prevalent in liberal cities where black and, uh, and minority voters are constantly preyed on by criminals, have the worst economies, the worst healthcare system. Weird how that's run by liberals. Systemic racism means there's a system problem. That system is run by libs. Weird how our new commissar of uh, disinformation is responsible for that. Folks, I, 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 I got to get to this spot. I got a lot more to get to, but I really, if we don't fight here and draw the line on this thing, forget it. Forget it. Really, forget it. The country's finished. If we are going to allow in a constitutional republic that literally has written into its constitution a God-given right to free speech, a disinformation board to combat people's right to free speech, forget it. Take the constitution, wipe your rump with it, and throw it in the garbage because it's freaking worthless at that point. This is a disgusting, grotesque story 
where now, if they don't get involved immediately, if your congressman does not take a stand on this today, 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 find a primary opponent to vote for immediately. 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 Don't even pass go. We will talk about whatever we want, despite the new star chamber commissar out there. All right, here's what I got coming up next. Again, one of the most ridiculous sound bites I've heard about Biden and this panic over Elon. Their business model is collapsing. I want to show you what winning looks like beyond just Twitter because it's happening right now. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay. Folks, the panic over Elon continues. Hence the Ministry of Truth, the Digital Services Act overseas. They will not stop. The left has gone all in on censorship. It is all they have. When your ideas cause the damage, That's happening around the world. The only way to hide the damage is to control the truth. You can't have the truth get out there. And this is what winning looks like when people start to seek the truth and start to fight back. Folks, their business model is collapsing. Facebook, Google, Spotify, ScrewTube, portions of Google, Twitter. Their business models are collapsing. Why? For a couple of reasons. Let's address Facebook for a second specifically. We focused enough on Twitter with Elon. People are tired of being lied to, folks. Facebook is losing kids. Kids, obviously, are the future. It's not some bold statement. It's just a fact. Kids now are going to be adults in 10 and 20 years. If you don't have the kids, you don't have adults. If you don't have adults in 10 and 20 years, you don't have a business because you don't have customers. Who are your customers going to be? Space aliens? Kids don't like Facebook. Matter of fact, they hate it. Kids I know, they, the teens I know, I see a lot of them. My daughter's a teenager. They couldn't give a darn about Facebook. They don't care. They're like, oh, my parents got that. So that's kind of a problem for Facebook. Well, what's the bigger problem? The bigger problem is Facebook's audience is largely older folks who like seeing pictures of their grandkids and stuff like that. Joe, older folks, they skew kind of conservative, don't they? Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. Yeah, kind of a problem then for Facebook when the kids hate you and the older folks who are conservative, you constantly put them under attack by fact-checking their pages, which in turn kicks them off the platform if they get checks and you don't allow them to speak. So I'm not sure what kind of business model these idiots at Facebook have. Their Facebook model is what? Make it too stodgy so kids don't like it and make it a uh, a censorship war against older adults so they hate it too. That appears to be Axios, where the left always leaks their stuff. Axios and Politico, we go, we love to check them out every morning. 
This business model is now catching up to them. And it is glorious to see because this is what winning looks like. Facebook, now known as Meta, their revenue percentage growth sank to single digits last quarter, making it the slowest period since going public as Facebook nearly a decade did nearly a decade ago. The company, Facebook, warned investors that next quarter growth may continue to dwindle. And next, and next, and next, and next. Good job, Facebook. Attack conservative pages like mine that actually get distribution, which are fake uh, fact checks. I'm going to talk about that this weekend on my Fox show, by the way. Don't miss it. Saturday night. Putting it together all week. And then make it such a pathetic site that you wind up, the kids wind up hating you too. But it's not just them, folks. Google's parent company, Alphabet, short shares dropped 3% earlier this week after it reported weaker than expected advertising revenue at YouTube. Huh. Joe, why would that happen? So YouTube... <laughs> We canceled YouTube, who then after we canceled them, turned around and said, you can't cancel us. We're canceling you. So we had one of the largest channels on YouTube. So they demonetized Steven Crowder, huge YouTube audience. They're constantly attacking uh, conservative podcasters, kicking them off, demonetizing them. And you're wondering why you're, you're weaker than expected advertising revenue? Gee, I don't know. I don't know. Why could that be? Why could that be? Maybe that's why Rumble's exploding. Maybe that's why Rumble's user base is exploding. I, 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 gee, I just can't figure it out. Here's our business model. We have a bunch of conservatives. People like to watch on YouTube. Let's kick them off. That's, that's just, you guys are just awesome. Even better, Spotify, their stock sank to an all-time low yesterday after missing Wall Street estimates on paid user growth. Investors were wary that the audio streamer could hit a Netflix-like ceiling. Yeah, that's coming too. Oh, but Spotify, they backed up Joe Rogan. Really, folks? Please go look up Spotify. We're there. It's pro probably kick us off soon too. Again, it's another company that does barely what they have to do to pretend they're, you know, they care about their content. What they care about is leftism. Just look up what they just put out some kind of policy about misinformation and crap. It's all nonsense. It's finally catching up to them. Now, why they're shrinking, look who's growing. So yesterday I took a screenshot of my true social, Donald Trump's new social media platform. I took a screenshot of my homepage. I had uh, 950,000 followers. This is a screenshot from this morning. 1.1 million. Hmm. Uh, folks, that's 24 hours for the liberals who are checking this out. That's an what a failure of a platform. Joe, it's terrible. <laughs> my gosh. 950 to 1.1 million overnight. What a terrible platform. Really awful. Nobody's there. Nobody, nobody at all. Uh, besides the fact that I took a screenshot this morning, too, from the Top free apps in the App Store and True Social is still number one over Twitter and Be Real. What a failure, folks. Number one app in the world. You know, 60,000 new people jumping on overnight. What a failure. My gosh, with me. I mean, God, God only knows how many people were on the platform overnight. Just incredible. So truth's going up. Everyone else is going down. And gosh, it's glorious to see. And the commies can't take it. The commies can't take it. Wait till I show you this Federalist story coming up next. What there are, they're not just panicking with the Digital Services Act overseas and the Ministry of Truth here. They've got their paid far-left liberal activist groups already pushing people to dump this stuff from the App Store, including Twitter, if Elon takes over. But I'm going to ask you this question. I've been told you guys as part of the show. Is this all part of Elon's plan? To get kicked off the App Store? Stand easy. I'll be right back. What Biden clip? Oh, I did skip. Oh, I'm sorry. You can leave that. You don't have to cut any of this out. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I did skip a point by Guy. Okay. Before we get to the Federalist article, what the commies are doing in Elon's plan. Good point. I totally blew by. I got so excited talking about, uh, you know, us fighting back against the Ministry of Truth. There's the irony of this clip yesterday. Joe Biden talking about abuses of power. Okay, what he's talking about is why you keep in mind. He just started the Ministry of Truth, number one. And number two, the Ministry of Truth and, 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 and similar type entities worked before the election to interfere in the 2020 election to crush a story about his son. Check this out. What got me involved in politics? I got in politics, involved in politics because I think the greatest sin that anyone can commit is the abuse of power. Whatever that power is, the power of a teacher, the power of a, a doctor, the power of a leader. Abhi just brought up another good point. This is the guy who's had, just in this past year, multiple unconstitutional abuse of power executive orders struck down, right? He, they manipulated the media to interfere in the 2020 election and crush his story. And he now started a ministry of truth. And he has the, the peanuts to give a speech about abuses of power. You must be kidding. Thanks for reminding me. I totally I blew right past that. Now, they're panicking. They're panicking because their business models are falling apart. Censorship is their only business model. Nobody likes censorship. Therefore, they're losing money in the market. So what are they doing? They need to crush Truth Social because it is, the, it, it, it is a significant threat to their monopoly on free speech. Here's an article in The Federalist. Be in my newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. If you'd like to subscribe, it's free, of course. Left-wing group demands Apple preemptively nuke True Social. The App Store, folks. Apple is another threat to free speech. They weaponized that App Store. There have been lawsuits over this. I'm going to talk about it again on my Fox show this weekend because they, they are the choke point. They rip you off the App Store, ladies and gentlemen. You don't exist. I already went through this with Parler. There's this left-wing group with a very dubious history, by the way, they're demanding Apple engage in preemptive censorship by pulling. They want Tim Cook to pull True Social from the App Store. Believe, believe me when I say they have no evidence of any violations. It doesn't matter. They're not hiding it. Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, the hilariously titled crew, wants preemptive censorship. They want to pull from the App Store. Now, I did a Locals post about this yesterday. Some of you saw it on my Locals account. Got a lot of good feedback on it. It was a subscriber post. I do those sometimes at night. Folks, a very good friend of mine has an interesting theory here. I'm going to put it out there because it sounds very logical to me. Elon knows what Apple did to Parler by disgracefully pulling them off the App Store because they hate conservatives, right? Elon knows that. Of course he knows that. He's a super smart guy. He sent a man to space, right? So why would Elon buy a platform, Twitter, Knowing he wants to implement free speech policies, how do we know that? Because he said it on his own Twitter account. It's not a guess. And knowing that those free speech policies are hated by Apple because they may benefit conservatives who appreciate free speech and liberals don't. And that Apple, there's a likelihood that Apple will cancel them and nuke them from the App Store. Why would Elon do that knowing it would destroy Twitter? Think about it. Maybe Elon's playing chess here while everyone else is not even playing checkers while everyone else is playing tic-tac-toe. Maybe he knows that Apple's likely to nuke Twitter from the app store as conservatives are allowed to speak because Apple doesn't want free speech. You ever think Elon may be doing his own phone? 
In his own app store? Oh, he can't do a phone. He can't? Did a car or send a guy to space? You think he can't build a phone? The e-phone. <laughs> Good. Go. Maybe he'll, you know what? If he names it that, you should get, the, you should get some kind of royalty from that. <laughs> the EFA. It is brilliant. And now, listen, I want to be, you know, really, really crystal clear on this. The guy I know is very smart. He's very well connected who brought this up. But it is a bit of speculation, obviously. But folks, Elon Musk isn't stupid. Why would you buy a platform knowing that it's, it's, it's the choke point for it is Apple? If Apple nukes you from the app store, you don't exist. You effectively don't exist. Why would you buy that and invest $44 billion? Maybe because he wants Apple to nuke it. Therefore, be like, oh, look, we have our own app store with the Elon phone. Now that wow. would change everything. Brilliant analysis. We'll see. Elon's always thinking bigger than the next guy. But folks, please sign up for True Social today, too. We'd really appreciate it. The platform's exploding. I'm really enjoying myself over there. And I promise you'll get all my original thoughts there. Not going to see a lot of that on Twitter. Uh, just a comic relief moment. Our gold medal winner in the dopey media talking head Olympics uh, has earned it. Of course, she's earned it again with another high watermark for her career. What is it? Uh, just the news. MSNBC's Joy Reid suffers her lowest ratings ever. <laughs> Congratulations, Joy. Give him a round of applause. Thank you. Just going to throw that in there. When you're the gold medal winner in the dopey media talking head Olympics, it's tough to keep racking up accomplishments like this. So uh, I guess that's what happens, Joe, when you accuse everybody on planet Earth you disagree with of being a racist. Yeah. And the whole world is laughing at you, not with you. So a uh, nice job, Joy. That kind of incompetence is professional level incompetence. All right, moving on. Don't want to waste a lot of time on Joy. It is a waste of time, believe me. Um, here is the unintentional comedy portion of the show as well today. Folks, as I say to you all the time, Republicans may not be the solution to all your problems. I am not one of these party loyalists. I am a conservative loyalist to conservative principles. We have enough awful Republicans on our side. But although Republicans may not be the solution to all your problems, Democrats are absolutely 100% most certainly the cause of all your problems. I can prove it. So there's a massive inflation crisis right now. Inflation crises do what? Well, obviously, an inflation crisis involves more money leaving your pocket to pay for the same goods, right? Uh, last week, it cost you a dollar for cat food. This week, it cost you $1.25. Next month, it cost you $2. Not hard to figure out. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. I don't mean this in a condescending way. Folks, there are liberals listening. They are very dumb. I'm not kidding. And you really have to proceed slowly. I'm not joking. You got to see some of the emails I get from them. So can we all agree, fellas, you can see in this Washington Examiner story here that uh, inflation is more money leaving your pocket for the same lifestyle you had the day before, right? So yeah. the Democrat solution, the Washington Examiner is a brilliant one. Um, the solution to more money leaving your pocket is to take more money from your pocket with a tax hike. There you go. That's pretty. Did Joy Reid think of that? This is fantastic. Washington Examiner. Democrats want to tax hike the U.S. back into recession. <laughs> this, is, this is great. This is great. So their solution to inflation, again, that's costing you more money is to take more money. Yes. Yes, it's real. Listen to Chuck Schumer explain it away that the only way to stop the economy costing you more money through inflation is for the government to take more of your money instead. Here, this is possibly the dumbest soundbite at economics 
I've ever heard. And believe me, that's saying a lot. Check this out. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um, re- undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts and raise rates. No Republican is ever going to do that. So the only way to get rid of inflation is through reconciliation. They are. The, the geese NPCs, man. Geese are freaking automaton robots. What's your solution to uh, uh, animal farts and cows? Taxes! What's your solution to inflation? Taxes? What's your solution to red tape? Taxes. What's your solution to immigration? Immigration taxes. These, they have nothing else. These people are the dumbest human beings on the planet, or they're the smartest in doing this deliberately. Believe me, it's the latter. This is all deliberate. They are trying to hurt you. They're trying. Now, just how dumb is this idea to take more of people's money through taxes as they're getting hammered by inflation? It's not just the fact that the government will be taking more of your money, making you poorer, as inflation's making you a lot poorer. That's not it. It's it's bad enough. The Wall Street Journal notes another angle to this. Not only will it take more money out of your pocket, but it'll suck money out of the economy, which needs the money in the economy to invest in business and business growth to meet the supply constraints we have now. They note, very simply, but tax increases would make inflation worse by further suppressing the supply side of the economy. That's especially true of the corporate tax increases Chuck Schumer's pitching. They'd suppress productive investment precisely when the economy needs it to offset the Fed's tighter money. This is what happened in the 60s and the 70s when higher taxes on corporate profits and individuals contributed to inflation by depressing investment and productivity growth. Let me just explain this to you very simply, because it's only happened every time in American history it's been tried. But again, when you own the history books and Wikipedia and stuff like that, you can lie to people and pretend it didn't happen when it did. Folks, one of the ways to offset massive money printing would be to produce more products. Inflation is more money chasing the same or fewer products. If more money is chasing more products, you may not get as much inflation. It's not good to print more money, but you get it. One of the ways to make sure inflation is worse is to suppress productivity so you produce less products, so more money chases even less products than it's chasing today. It doesn't matter, folks. I realize this is all falling on deaf ears. I get it. But what's important? Well, Dan, why are we doing it? Because, folks, there are some impressionable people out there. There's no way on the left, they can all be this stupid. There's no way. And if they are, all is lost anyway. All right. You know, we, um, he bought me this mug last week. I love it. This is the, I support the current thing mug. You know, the current thing liberals, they just told what the current thing is. Yeah. BLM student loans, support Ukraine, Haiti, Elon Musk. They don't think any of this do. They're just told to support the current thing. So I said to Guy, We have to do a current thing update, so we put together this. And now, the current thing update. (laughs) Thank you, kids. Glorious. This is the current thing update. So the current thing now is student loans. Cancel them, Joe. I didn't know we could cancel debt. See, Milton Friedman told me sensibly that all debts are paid, either by the debtor or the creditor. I lend you money. You pay me back. You paid the debt. I lend you money. You don't pay me back. I paid the debt. So no debt's forgiven. All debts are paid either by the guy who borrowed it or the guy who screwed over the guy who lent it. That's it. Pretty simple, right? 
So Jen Psaki was asked this question because this doesn't make a lot of sense. So the current thing is to cancel student debt. But you just told us that you wanted to take money out of the economy to cure inflation through tax hikes. Did they not just say that? Did we not play that? Did you miss that? So Schumer's saying, we got to suck money out of the economy. It's too much inflation. We got to get rid of some of that money. At the same, this is how dumb you are if you're a leftist listening to the show. This is how stupid you are. So the current thing is, no, 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 we got to cancel student loan to get those students more money back. We do. You just told us we needed less money. So what is it? Well, Saki's asked this question yesterday about inflation. She's totally, completely confused. Listen to this. Yes, this is a cure for inflation. Canceling student loans. You just told us taking more money away from them is a cure. Listen to it from her. Here's Peppermint in her own words. How the American people experience inflation is costs, as you noted, whether it's at the grocery store or other costs on their pocketbook. And the president has taken a number of steps to address costs, even extending uh, the pause on student loans, which is something he did just a few weeks ago. The steps to fix the family glitch in the Affordable Care Act so more people would be eligible for lower cost health care and continuing conversations that are happening on Capitol Hill right now uh, on his proposals to lower costs on child care, health care, the cost of prescription drugs. This is on. This is really. Uh, are you liberals always this dumb or really is it? I'm running out of is it just a Thursday thing now. So Chuck Schumer just told us that the Democrats new plan is to suck money out of the economy to combat inflation by taxing it away from you. Jen Psaki's now saying the cure for inflation is to give back more money through student loan forgiveness and expansion of Obamacare payouts and giving people money for childcare. Holy Moses, how freaking stupid are you to fall for this? How dumb are you to fall for this? Guys, am I missing something? I mean, Joe, really, am I not explaining this right? Nah, it's, is this a, yeah, pretty, are you getting this right? Yeah, right. This ain't hard. No, it's not hard. No, it's not hard. Now Saki's asked the question, a follow-up question. Hey, that doesn't sound right. You want me to pay off a bunch of people who took student loans, who are getting college degrees, who are going to make more money than a lot of us? What about the people who did that and then paid off their loans? Did they get a refund? Here's Saki. Uh, uh, well, we really weren't asked about that. Here, check this out. You said that the president is looking at a range of options with regards to canceling some student debt. But is the president looking at any options for those students and parents who saved and sacrificed so that they wouldn't have to take out such massive loans? Is he looking at including them in relief retroactively? How would they be made whole if there was some sort of canceling of debt? You mean for people who have paid off all of their student loans? Made sacrifices so that they wouldn't have to take out some of those loans. It's a good question. What I can tell you at this point is that there's legislation he'd be happy to sign for individuals who have $10,000 in existing student debt. Um, if Congress wanted to send that to him, he'd be happy to sign it. And he's looking at executive actions and authorities. But I don't have anything to preview on that front. <laughs> Joe, if Congress <laughs> wants to send them a bill on that, he'll sign that too. So now, again, <laughs> just to tighten this up, so now if you've already paid back your student loans, they're going to tax you more money, take a cut of it themselves to give you back the money you already paid for your student loans while they take a cut themselves after taking it from you. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Guys, like show's over. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't. 
I can't do it anymore. These freaking people are the dumbest. I have never seen a dumber group of idiots in my entire life. So we're going to tax incomes and corporations to pay people who already paid their student loans back. We're going to take their money, take a slice for us, and then give you back a piece of what you already paid after we took it from you. And liberals are like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you idiots. You idiots. I, I Listen, today's show is very hostile. I'm done. It's hostile. I get it. I, uh, new rules time, folks. I'm really, I'm tired. I'm not, I'm not physically. I slept great last night. I can show you my aura score. I slept like a rock star. I am emotionally tired of dealing with the stupidest freaking people on planet Earth. Yeah, well, sign that too. I got an idea, Joe. How about we pay back the student loans of dead people too and give it to their heirs? Right. And we'll tax them. We'll tax their heirs to pay back the student loans of people already dead while taking a slice ourselves. This is... I, I don't... He's like, don't give him any ideas. Yeah. I can't take the stupid anymore. I can't. Speaking of taking the stupid, I'll get to this next, Mayorkas. The DHS secretary, we opened up at the beginning of the show, founding the Ministry of Truth. Mayorkas, impeach this guy immediately. He's a disgrace to humankind. To humankind. I'm going to play a cut of him coming up next after this spot here. But Mayorkas saying, yeah, they're handling the border just great. Again, the dumbest people on planet Earth. So uh, our DHS secretary, uh, again, a disgraceful human being, a noted liar, a conspiracy theorist, and now the founder of the uh, first ministry of truth in uh, American history. Mayorkas yesterday also testified about the border. And I want you to, I'm going to, it's a shortcut, but I want you to pay very close attention to a couple of things he says on this, that he inherited a problem. He did not. Border crossings were way below where they are now. They created the problem. Second, he talks about how they can't handle the flows, which is weird because the Trump administration handled immigration flows pretty darn well. And he talks about how only Congress can solve the problem, which is really pretty strange because it was Biden who took away the migrant protection protocols, otherwise known as remain in Mexico, and who also stopped building the wall at a cost to us of $72 million to not build the wall. Here, check this disgrace out. We inherited a broken and dismantled system that is already under strain. It is not built to manage the current levels and types of migratory flows. Only Congress can fix this. Yet, we have effectively managed an unprecedented number of non-citizens seeking to enter the United States. They've effectively managed it. Do you believe these guys? Jeez. There are videos every day. Videos, not video. Videos every day of thousands of people a day walking unimpeded into the southern portion of the United States. And this complete clown and buffoon testifies in front of Congress that they're effectively handling this problem. Folks, facts matter. I mean, it took me all of about a minute and a half to pull up an article on this. Here's Jason Riley at the Wall Street Journal. Biden's southern border crisis isn't going away. Here are the numbers. Apprehensions are a proxy for unlawful entries. When border apprehensions are up, it means we're experiencing higher levels of illegal immigration. In the last fiscal year, ending September 30th, there were a record-breaking, one record, that means it hasn't been done before, for the lefties listening, there were a record-breaking 1.7 million arrests at the border. For all of 2021, they were just shy of 2 million, far above the previous record of 1.6 million set all the way back in 2000. Facts matter, folks. 
we are being led by disinformation ministers like Alejandro Mayorkas. Disgrace to the country. Man should be impeached immediately for intentionally trying to destroy the United States. All right, just a couple more stories I want to get to, an important one. I had asked the question a long time ago, having run for office. When you run for office, folks, just a little inside baseball for you here. You're, you're limited in the donations you can accept for any individual. In my election cycle, I think it was 2600 per election. So you can get 2600 for the primary and 2600 for the general. They're considered separate elections. Even if you, you, know, you have to give it back if you don't win the primary, obviously. You, you know, you don't, or or uh, you're not allowed to spend it on, that, on anything else. You get the point. So if you get an in-kind donation, you have to report that because there's a way around that. Like say you were a really rich guy who owns an apartment building. You could say, give a candidate free rent and he doesn't have to pay rent so he can then donate the money to his campaign. Well, you're not allowed to do that. That has to go down as what they call an in-kind donation. I've always wondered how the FEC, the Federal Election Commission, didn't get involved with big tech companies for obviously giving in-kind donations, value-oriented donations to the left. Finally, the Republicans, they must have heard my story months ago on this, Fox News, Republicans hit Google with an FEC complaint over Gmail censorship of fundraising emails. Finally, this was clearly an in-kind donation to the left. Look at these numbers. They did a study at a North Carolina state. Gmail, Google, the most evil company in America, suppresses conservative candidates' emails at a significantly higher rate than liberal ones. Stunning. Stunning. Gmail retained the majority of left-wing candidates' emails and inboxes while sent the majority of right-wing candidates' emails to the spam folder. The most evil company in America. Get away from Gmail. Get away from Google. Get away from YouTube. Get away from Google Maps. Get away from Google Search Engine. It is the most evil company in America. You know why? They subscribe to crap like this. Here's Joe Biden, who uh, just uh, spouts uh, Soviet commissar nonsense in addition to the Ministry of Truth that they're all our children when they're in our schools. Here, I want to end with this. Check this out. You've heard me say it many times about our children, but it's true. They're all our children. And the, the reason you're the teachers of the year is because you recognize that. They're not somebody else's children. They're like yours when they're in the classroom. Well said, comrade. <laughs> well said. I'm sure you and your commissar, Nina Jankowitz, I'm sure you, I'm sure you believe that. It takes a village, right? Hillary told us. All right, thanks for tuning in. A couple of ask, please uh, check out my show Saturday night. I've got a monologue about the real power players in big tech you may not have heard about. Coming up Saturday, 9 p.m. Don't miss that. Oh, yeah, questions. And uh, please subscribe to Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. And submit your questions for tomorrow's show. You can submit them on uh, my locals account. It'll be titled Questions for Tomorrow's Podcast and on Truth for the Radio Show, Questions for Tomorrow's Podcast. We'll see you on the radio show a little bit later. You just heard Dan Bongino.